Preface of the Year When Stardust Fell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Year When Stardust Fell by Raymond F. Jones. Preface of Men of Science. The story of man is the story, endlessly repeated, of a struggle between light and darkness, between knowledge and ignorance, between good and evil, between men who would build and men who would destroy. It is no more complicated than this. That light, knowledge, good, and constructive men have had a small edge in this struggle is attested to by our slow rise over a long millennia of time. In taking stock of our successes, however, it is easy to assume the victory has been won. Nothing could be further from the truth. This is a contest that is never ended, nor can it be as long as men are upon the earth. While man has free choice, the elements of darkness, ignorance, evil, and destruction are available for him to choose, and there are times when these seem the best alternatives. At the end of the 18th century, one of the greatest minds of all time was destroyed by one stroke of a guillotine blade. The judge who presided at the trial of the great French chemist Lavoisier is reported to have said, The Republic has no need of men of science. Choices like this have often been made by the society of man. A turn-off to darkness has been deliberately taken. Superstition has been embraced while knowledge has been destroyed. When times are placid, we assume such choices could result only from some great insanity, that the men who made them had themselves known more pleasant days. The truth is that there are extremes of circumstance which could force almost any man to abandon that which he always held to be right and good, and only the very great giants could stand up and prove themselves unmoved. Such giants may seem in ordinary life rather obscure. Illustrating this are the people in this story a somewhat pompous little mayor, a professor of chemistry in a small-town college in the mountain west, a minister of the gospel who would be lost with a big city congregation, a sheriff who doesn't care what happens to him personally as long as he sticks to the kind of rightness that has always worked, and a high school boy who learns what it means to do a man's work. Such people are important, the most important people alive today. They are the ones whose hands hold all that our culture has achieved when catastrophe overtakes us. The illusion of security is a vicious one. With physical comforts around us, the abyss that is just beyond our walls is forgotten. The abyss of outer space, beyond the paper-thin atmosphere shielding us. Of the fires in the earth beneath, of the hurricane winds beyond the horizon, and of the evil and insanity in the minds of many men. The caveman dared not forget these abysses, nor the frontiersman, nor the scientist who fought the witch-hunters to bring forth a new truth of nature. But when we believe we are secure, we do forget them. In catastrophe, the most recent achievements of the race are the first to go. When war comes, or mobs attack, or hurricanes strike, our science and our arts are abandoned first. Necessity of survival seems to insist that we cannot fool with things of the mind and of the soul, 
when destruction threatens the body and so the republic has no need of men of science emergency can take any form here is a story in which the mechanical foundation of our culture is threatened whether the means of this threat as i have pictured it could possibly occur i do not know i know of no reason why it could not if circumstances were right but more important this is what happens to a small college town caught up in such disaster how quickly do its people dispense with their men of science and turn to superstition and mob rule for the hope of survival it is perhaps not so apparent to those of us who have grown up with it but we have witnessed in our own time under threat of calamity the decline of science before a blight of crash priority engineering technology today we hear it faintly whispered the republic has no need of men of science in so far as he represents the achievements of our race over the great reaches of time the scientists will always be needed if we are to retain the footholds we have gained over nature the witch doctors and the fortune tellers clamor for his niche and we will gladly extend their services if we wish to change our allegiance the story of the year when stardust fell is not a story of the distant future or of the remote past it is not a story of never never land where fantastic happenings take place daily it is a story of my own town and yours of people like you and me and the mayor in town hall his sheriff on the corner and the professor in the university a story that happens no later than tomorrow r f j in the preface